is Celiac and Gluten-Free Living with Deb. Welcome to my podcast where we talk about all things gluten-free. Do me a favor, rate the show five stars, write a review. That would really help this show grow and help other people just like you find the show faster. I'd really appreciate it. Also, go to celiacandglutenfreeliving.com if you want more. So I was diagnosed with celiac disease 16 years ago. I was an adult. I got a phone call and my life changed forever. I got a diagnosis after a hard, you know, big, like a hard journey of not knowing what was wrong with me. Doctor called me and said, uh, here's your diagnosis. You have celiac disease. Don't ever eat gluten again. And then hung up the phone and I was like, what do I do now? Okay. And it's been an adventure ever since. <coughs> Filled with a lot of ups and a lot of downs. It hasn't been easy. And that's why I created this podcast just to offer you hope, motivation, tips, anything I got to help you along your journey. Um, so I want you to know that you're not alone. Thanks for joining me. So the last thing, I mean, I'm thinking about this, this uh, podcast. And I was thinking, you know, the last thing you want to deal with <laughs> during the holidays or any special event for that matter is being glutened or ac accidentally consuming gluten uh, because it is not fun, especially when you're trying to celebrate something special and then something happens and then <laughs> then what, you know? So I was thinking, I, I also want to give a shout out to a listener, Amber0610. Thank you for taking the time to leave a five-star rating and taking the time to read a, to write a thoughtful review. I really appreciate it. I'm just going to read it and then I'm going to address uh, the question in here. Um, so... The review says, super helpful show for a new celiac like me. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm, thank you. I'm glad this is helpful for you. Uh, would love an episode on any best practices for when you accidentally get cross-contaminated. Prevention is obviously key, but it happens every once in a while. At any meds, teas, um, you know, anything you might find helpful through an episode. Well, yes, of course, prevention is key, and we all try our best, and it does happen <laughs> every once in a while the longer you are gluten-free the more likely you're going to have some sort of episode because I don't know it's life we're not perfect and sometimes things happen that we didn't realize and it's just such a tricky tricky thing to be 100% gluten-free no matter how hard you try and it has happened to me and I consider myself pretty careful um, so Anyways, and when it happens, it not it's not fun. So first of all, let me talk about a couple times when it happened. One thing I noticed is um, the worst episodes always happened around <coughs> uh, something special, a special event, and that's why I started this podcast saying be careful during the holidays because it seems to have happened to me during special times. For instance... Um, Christmas, Independence Day, a wedding, just to name a few. Th my real standout times of being glutened without realizing it. And basically what this taught me is to be on high alert for miscommunication, especially during holiday or big events, because that's one thing all these situations had in common as it was in celebration of something there were a lot of people planning food making food and consuming food and um, 
there w another similarity was that there was gluten containing food at the event as well as gluten free food at the event and the problem was in the communication and I thought I asked the right questions I, I thought I um, got the right information from people uh, because you know I was thinking like oh people are taking precautions people are letting me know that means they're on high alert and um, you know somehow there's miscommunication and what I find is that I think people are distracted and excited during special special events and you know for instance like maybe someone might point to uh, the wrong dish saying it's gluten-free and it's not or they might forget to tell you some important detail due to the excitement um, or they might assume that you know what you should eat and not eat just because you because they have it there or prepared it and it's there they might not do a good job navigating you to the dish or pointing it out like I said pointing it out but they might assume <laughs> that you know where to find it or to get it um, and so for me you know I feel going to events like this if I know people are having gluten-free food I feel like ec excited first of all because it's fun to go someplace where you're celebrating something and someone did something special for you um, it's exciting to eat something special and something different and it gives you kind of like a false sense of security uh, or makes me feel you know made me feel reassured when I shouldn't have maybe because I was excited like I was mistaking my excitement maybe for being sure about something um, because I was excited that someone remembered me and made something gluten-free. <coughs> so the lesson I learned is triple check with your host. Uh, when you're talking to people, you know, at this event that, it, you know, that they're claiming that they have gluten-free food for you, I like to, first of all, I notice the hosts oftentimes are busy. Uh, but what it helps and what has prevented me from other situations that could have been bad as well is having a conversation making eye contact with your host or whoever that person is because when you're making eye contact you know they're listening to you and um, you can you can tell they're listening to you and you can ask questions and sometimes you know it's best to really like literally reach out and touch and talk about like this dish is gluten free this one here you know like to really have a like a little bit of a longer conversation than you normally would um, I like to sometimes even though someone tells me about the dish and how it's gluten free sometimes I just take a moment and make them think a little more and ask oh that's interesting you know can you what did you put in it you know I'll ask a few extra questions because then I'll see how they respond and it's not like they're trying to cover stuff up you know they just they're trying their best but you can tell so sometimes they'll know exactly what's in it and then there's been times where they go through the ingredients and then they come they say something and then they ask is that gluten-free or you know I find something out that maybe the host thought was gluten-free and maybe it's questionable you know or maybe it's not and so I have to figure it out so I'm like a food detective so sometimes I'll ask a few extra questions most of the hosts and people that uh, I'm asking understand because 
they know me and they know how sick I will get if I consume the wrong thing. Uh, so again, I've had, I've been very careful for 16 years, but yet I've had a small handful of events that revolve around special events, special holidays <coughs> that have, um, this, and I've had this issue. So that's the lesson I learned from that. So that's just a little tip for prevention. Um, keeping uh, like if, as you approach special occasions or holidays, if things like this come up, triple check because the last thing you want to do is be sick during um, a holiday or a special occasion. I have, um, so I have been and it wasn't fun. <laughs> it's never fun, but when you're missing out on other fun, it's really not fun. And um, so one motto I always try to remember is when in doubt, do without no matter how bad you want it. Uh, because it's just not worth it, especially when you are celebrating something. Um, if you're pretty sure, you know, then fine, that's great. But if in doubt, do without. That should be your motto, no matter what. Um, you don't want to take a chance uh, because the consequences are high, or you know, severe. They can be severe. <laughs> Um, and the interesting thing is, is, you know, your body's going to have some sort of reaction, how you feel it, when you feel it and what it's going to be like is going to be different for everybody. But you know, if you have celiac disease, that your autoimmune, your immune system will have that response and it will start damaging your small intestine. And so inside your body, things are happening that aren't good, whether you feel it or whether you don't feel it. So there's a consequence, a severe consequence, um, when you take a chance and it doesn't work out in your favor. So when in doubt, do without. You know, it's not uncommon for people to start throwing up or get diarrhea or be very sleepy. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of symptoms and it varies um, from person to person. For me personally, when I get glutened, uh, my stomach, I just feel like I have the stomach flu. I'll get very, very tired and I'll start having a lot of diarrhea and, and throwing up. It just, it feels like a almost like food poisoning or a really severe case of the stomach flu and it will last for some hours until my body gets over it. Um, so the tips that I have for me, like that have, these are, this is what I do if I get glutened. Um, number one, if you know you were gluten, prepare. Like if you ate gluten and you realized it after the fact, prepare uh, if you can. Uh, so for me personally, uh, I've been in situations where I can prepare and I've been in situations where I couldn't prepare. So one time I was at a celebration, a couple times I was at a celebration actually, and I, there was some miscommunication. I ate something I shouldn't have. And, um, one time I realized it through conversation as I was eating that I had ate a good portion of something that had gluten in it. I didn't realize. And I said, I'm going home right now. So I drove all the way home, sat and watched TV. And I was like, man, I'm missing the party and I'm feeling pretty good, but I just feel like it's going to, it's going to hit me. And it did within 45 minutes. I was like in severe misery. Um, like I said, like severe stomach flu symptoms. Okay. And I was just feeling terrible. And, but I was at home at least I was in, I laid down on my bed. I had everything I needed. I just had to get through it, and it was awful. Uh, there's been times where I didn't know it was coming, and um, I basically, you know, I've spent a couple hours in a public restroom before because I ate something, and I didn't know it was 
I didn't know what it was actually. And then I had to figure out what it was. And I, you know, it was, it, it just is, it was what it was like. There's nothing I could do about it. It's basically what I'm saying. So tip number one, if you know you ate gluten, prepare, prepare, um, kind of <coughs> get yourself out of whatever situation you're in. Excuse yourself, explain and get out. Um, So that's tip number one. Uh, number two, get comfy and wait it out. Let your body rest, okay? Uh, your body just has to take some time to deal with the gluten that it consumed. If your body's like mine, it just wants to get rid of it, which is, I guess, kind of reminds me of a food poisoning, right? Because gluten's like poison <laughs> to our bodies. Um, so as... You know, as the storm calms in your body, then focus on hydrating yourself if you lost a lot of fluid. And I always think water is the best. And if you're not sure, take it easy. Um, maybe little sips of water. But um, I, I, I like to wait it out to my body. Like I said, this, the, <laughs> the storm has calmed down just a bit. Because otherwise, you're just your body's getting rid of any of the liquids that you're putting into it. It's just going <laughs> to put it right back out. So give your body just a chance to get through that phase and start hydrating yourself with water. Um, you know, s my dad is from India and he always, you know, loves spices. And I think I got my love of spices from him. And when I was growing up, anytime I had a a stomach ache or an upset stomach, he would always give me ginger tea. And it's something that I s still do as an adult. And I he even gives my, my kids ginger when they're feeling upset in their stomach. They hate it, but they'll say, like, uh, you know, my grandpa made me ginger tea. He's making me <laughs> sip on it. But I don't know. I personally feel like it's soothing to me when I have a little bit of an upset stomach, so I will sip on it. Um, of course, it's not research-based, but it's just something that you can try. Um, and it's just something I sip on when I'm not feeling that good or uh, in my stomach. And I think it helps some. I find it comforting. So what I usually do is just take a couple, uh, couple cups of water, and you can take some a fresh ginger slice and boil it in there. If you don't have fresh ginger, I mean, you can use what you got. I suppose you could probably use powdered ginger, like a teaspoon of that. I've never tried it with powdered ginger, but why not? I mean, when you are at home desperate, you do what you got to do. But, oh, and so going back to the tea, you know, a, cu a couple cups of water, a slice of ginger, and you don't really have to put tea leaves in there unless you really want the tea. I mean, you, I suppose you could add technically to make it tea a teaspoon of like ground black tea leaves and boil that up I'm not I don't really care so much about like the actual tea leaves if I have an upset stomach I'm just looking more for a, a little bit of ginger so I focus on the ginger without the tea leaves if I'm not feeling very well and I boil it with the water something else I've done when I didn't have fresh ginger is candied ginger. Candied ginger is basically really sweet pieces of ginger and it just sits on your shelf for a really long time. 
you I've even um, had an upset stomach and just actually nibbled on a little piece of ginger and that's helped me so that's another idea of having that around also there's a lot of uh, ginger tea that you can buy like yogi yogi teas has a ginger flavor uh, and you could just you know keep a box of that on your shelf and pull it out whenever you're sick and that's less complicated than trying to you know get fresh ginger or make anything for yourself you just heat up the water and put the tea bag in um, so it's nice to have some of that just stashed away in your cupboard for maybe that for the celiac if you eat gluten or just anytime you might have a little bit of an upset stomach it's something to try um, and or if you feel a little bit queasy for something you know some reason eat a little bit of ginger so I know it's not a cure, but something to try. I, I like it, so um, I recommend it. And the last thing really is if you feel you're out of control, like something's super wrong with your body, of course you can contact your doctor. Or if you're worried about you know your reactions, you can always talk to your doctor. Um, I don't really talk to my doctor because I feel like the main thing is is just eating gluten-free. And, you know, keep in mind, once you eat gluten, you're going to have to just be really cautious of not eating gluten after that because you've now, like, kind of re-damaged your body. So, you know, if you are undiagnosed and you have celiac disease, by the time you get diagnosed, you have some damage inside your small intestine. And it takes your body a while to recover. I think it really depends on how much damage there uh, there is in your small intestine. I think for some people it's probably a few years to get fully healed, but I can't say for sure. You know, I'm just speculating. And uh, and that's the that's the most annoying part is is when I have eaten gluten free and then something happens and I get sick. In my head, I'm like, you know, I've tried so many years to eat gluten-free and then I did something and I know this has caused damage inside of my body. How long is this going to take me for my body to reheal itself? Because you know when you have uh, when you have that damage inside your intestine or inside your body you, you're at more at risk for other things you know other health problems and that you don't want. So it's frustrating when you eat gluten and you know, it's frustrating to know that, especially if you worked really hard to eat gluten-free. Um, so that's why for me, if I've eaten gluten, I, I try like doubly hard. I got to eat gluten-free <laughs> because I don't want to backtrack all the hard work I've done to help my body heal. Uh, but, you know, we can all do just the best that we can, and that's all we can do. I've seen other supplements that like digestive aids and... Um, I haven't really researched them too much. I just know that I don't think that they're necessarily, I think they're just like supplements. I don't think that's anything researched, big you know, big research on it. So I don't really give a lot of time or I don't have a lot of confidence in them because if it were that easy to help a celiac digest wheat gluten, then we wouldn't have such a problem, would we, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I look at it. So I'm not going to waste my money on anything like that, like a digestive aid, because if, if like I said, if it was that easy, we could eat whatever we wanted and eat a digestive aid. I just don't think it's it's worth the money. Um, and I don't, I doubt it does much. So that's just my personal opinion on that. Um, 
so that I mean I wish there was an easy fix you know if you are glutened but from my experience that that was the main thing is um, if you know prepare get comfy wait it out hydrate your body and you know uh, of course you always have your doctor you can contact if you need to um, and then just try to do better the next time and try to go back and reflect on what went wrong and can it be prevented sometimes it can't be sometimes it can be so just uh, go back and reflect on the situation uh, so I hope um, that this message helps you guys out and thank you for writing in with that question if you guys ever have any questions you want me to answer you want my opinion on it or any any thoughts on any subject please um, feel free to reach out uh, please write a review you can leave a question I'll address it in the podcast and thank you for this review and thank you for writing in thank you for asking that I hope you guys have an amazing day would you please rate the show five stars and like I said write a review helps other people find the show faster as well all right till next time namaste